0: Governor, I'm dying to vote for you. Mm. I mean that sincerely. I want to give all my energy and all my heart behind your campaign. But I was upset when you made the reference that you didn't think America had racism. And my question is, I was disappointed, number one, obviously. but. I want to give you a chance. Did you say that because you felt like you needed to say that to the audience? Because I can I say, I'm dying to vote for you, and that, that hurt me. So I would love for you to clarify that, please. So first of all,
1: I never said that there was not racism in America. There absolutely is racism in America. I said that America was not a racist country. And the whole point of that is, and Charles, you'll appreciate this, When I grew up, the only Indian family in a small rural southern town, we weren't white enough to be white. We weren't black enough to be black. They didn't know who we were, what we were, or why we were there. If my mom had told me that we lived in a racist country, I would have grown up never thinking I could be governor, never thinking I could be ambassador, never thinking I could run for president. But my mom always said, your job is not to show them how you're different. Your job is to show them how you're similar. And it's amazing how that lesson on the playground played throughout my life, whether it was the corporate world, as governor, as ambassador, that once I was ever presented with a challenge, if I first talked about the things we had in common, people would let their guard down. And then we could go towards a solution. But, Governor, we I think most people heard you country. say... Our job m-
2: should be... Governor, I think most people heard you say... Our job should be that, that not we that racism been a racist country. ...that's the problem. That we heard that's, you say, that, that's that, not that what I what said. We heard.
1: Okay. That's no, what we so heard. No, so I never said, I said that, that America is not a racist country. The premise of America was never to be a racist country and that our number one goal should make, be to make today better than yesterday. We need to stomp out racism wherever it exists. But if you go and tell kids that they live in a racist country, then you're automatically telling brown and black kids that they'll never be good enough i don't want our kids to think that i want them to know that yes there is racism yes it is wrong wherever we see it but that doesn't mean that the country is against you that means that we need you even more than ever so we can stomp it out wherever we see it
2: okay i really don't want to split hairs but the exact quote that you said was america has never been a racist country i think that's the problem that people objected to we're, we're not. We're not um, disputing that what you're saying about America is not a racist country. Some people would argue with that, but we're saying that the comment you made that particular day was that America has never been a racist country, and I think that's what got that's what caught people off surprise, caught people off guard, and surprised
1: many And I don't think that. Uh, and I don't think the premise of America was to be a racist country. I think that they said that you know every man was created equal with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and getting it to the place it needed to be was America was a work in progress. But I don't think that the basis of America was that we were a racist country. I think the goal was always to have freedom. Now, so, Now, we stumbled along the way, and we've got some parts of our history that were not pretty, mm-hmm. but we got past that. I don't think that our founders wanted us to have a racist country. I don't believe that that's the basis that America sits on. So that's what I was saying, is I don't think the premise of America was ever to be a racist country. I think it's always to be the best country with the most freedom that allows anybody to be whatever they want to be without government getting in their way or anybody else getting in their way.
2: Okay. Uh, Well, you're making news again today. You make news every day, Governor Haley, but today you're making (laughs) news. Because you agreed with the the Alabama Supreme Court that ruled that embryos are people. And today you said yes, you believe they're people too. I think that troubled many people, especially women who are going through IVF treatments. We're hearing reports already about fertility clinics that are shutting down because they're worried. What do you say to women that are now concerned about that and your position in that particular issue?
1: Well, first of all, I didn't, I mean, this is, again, I didn't say that I agreed with the Alabama ruling. What the question that I was asked is, do I believe an embryo is a baby? I do think that if you look in the definition, an embryo is considered an unborn baby. And so, yes, I believe from my stance that that is. The difference is, and this is what I say about abortion as well, We need to treat these issues with the utmost respect. I had trouble having both of my children. Mm -hmm. I am very aware of what it means to go through artificial insemination, all of those things related to in vitro. I know what that is. And I also know the importance between a doctor and the parents is very important to have those conversations. This case was based on and should be based on the rights of those parents. For their embryos and to make sure that they have the responsibility with the doctors on how those are handled nothing more than that and I will continue to say these issues keep coming up and everybody wants to divide people on these issues Mm -hmm. this is not the time where you divide people you bring people together our goal is to always do what the parents want with their embryo it is theirs so any physician that is in control of those embryos, they owe it to those people to make sure they protect that embryo and that they do with that embryo what those parents want done with that embryo. That is the way we should look at that situation.
0: You know, you've had a magnificent life so far, incredible life, what you accomplished. Mm -hmm. You talk about your family being immigrants, but we have to admit the border is, I, I would say it's chaos, but that wouldn't do it justice. What? What is your? I mean, I don't think anybody has the perfect solution. What's the best way to address this immigration issue?
1: You know, there is a solution, and that's the, that's the issue. When I was governor of South Carolina, we passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country. We need to take what we did in South Carolina and go national with it. We need a national E-Verify program that requires businesses to prove that the people they hire are in this country legally. We need to defund sanctuary cities once and for all. We can't have safe havens. That's the incentive that makes them want to come here. We need to go and put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. We need to go back to the Remain in Mexico policy, and instead of catch and release, we need to go to catch and deport. But, Charles, look at what happened last week. Here you had Congress had a bill on the border. Now, the part of the bill that was good was that it strengthened asylum laws. We need those strengthened because under the Trump administration, three million illegal immigrants came because we didn't have strong enough asylum laws. The part of the bill that was weak was it didn't have the Remain in Mexico policy. We don't want anyone stepping foot on U.S. soil. We have to have that policy, and they had a 5,000-person threshold. We don't even want a one-person threshold. We've got to make sure every person is vetted before they are allowed to come here. So Congress should have gotten in a room and figured it out and not left until they got us a strong border bill, but instead they went home for vacation for two weeks, which is unacceptable. But the other side of that is Donald Trump went and told them not to pass anything until after the general election in November because it would hurt him. We can't wait one more day to secure the border. Congress needs to get in there and do their job, and Donald Trump needs to stay out of it because Americans need to be protected, and we have got to secure that border. America's acting like it's September 10th. We better remember what September 12th felt like. It only takes one person to have a 9-11 moment.